Hi, my name is Cherie, and this is Life is Cherry. Hi, everybody. So today we have two of some of my most favorite people joining me. These are some amazing friends that I have met in actually probably the last seven years. I believe I'm trying to remember, but um, just to give them an introduction, um, I kind of have to tell you a little bit about my story and how I met these guys. So I had a moment um, when I was a young mother, I had gone through leaving the LDS religion and in that moment, I lost about 90% of my friends at that time. And I, even my, one of my best friends wrote me a two page letter about how awful of a person I was. And it was something that was really hard for me to deal with. And I didn't really know how I'd ever have good friends again. And so when we, we decided because we lost a lot of the friendships and a lot of the relationships that we had that we needed to move. And so we ended up moving to a different place, a different city. And because I knew, I didn't feel like those friendships that I had before were actually real friendships because if they really were my friends, they should have saw, they should have seen who I was and knew that I was still the same person. And that was the one thing that was really hard for me when I moved out to this area where I met these fabulous women. And I was just trying to figure out how to meet new friends and actually have long-lasting relationships with other women and other couples, other families, and being able to bring a better life for my family. Um, when you leave a religion of any sort, you have this big network and community of people, and I lost all that. And so I really wanted to replace that. And because I am the type of person that I just have to go out there and try to find those people, I decided that... I needed to make my own friends and needed to find the ones that matched my new lifestyle, my new um, way of just finding somebody that could be a little bit closer to me. And so I went to, I signed my son up for soccer and I went to go to a soccer game and I was thinking as I pulled up to the soccer field, I was walking out onto the soccer field and I was looking at all the moms. And it was a very cold morning and I, so I had my jacket on, I had my coffee cup in my hand and I just decided to look around and see which of the moms would fit my new life. And I know because of the LDS religion that not very many people drink coffee or they're not supposed to, I guess. And so I actually was looking around and I found one mom that was there that was sitting down all cuddled up with her coffee cup in her little cup holder and I looked over at her and I said that's my new friend that's who it's gonna be and so I walked over there I planted my chair right next to her and we created this new amazing relationship and then she invited me over to her house and she made me a margarita yeah she did <laughs> And I knew she was going to be one of my greatest friends. And weirdly enough, it didn't have to do with coffee. It didn't have to do with the margarita. It just had to do with opening my heart up 
up to somebody else and she was doing the same thing and I love having her in my life. She's one of my very favorite best friends that I have in my life. And her name is Cami Wilson. Hi, Cami. Hi. <laughs> Does that sound about right? Is that kind of how we met? It's exactly right. And that was <laughs> my, the luckiest day for me. <laughs> yeah. So lucky yes. to meet you. <laughs> I'm so glad you took that chance. <laughs> And you know what? I, I loved that. She was actually my first friend to ever make me a margarita. And we're actually, we have a few margaritas behind us. Or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but she, over, how long has it been? It really has been about seven I years, I think it was right? seven years, yeah. I was trying to figure that out with my kids the other day, and I think it has been seven years. So I was looking at the pictures from Hobo Zoo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And it's crazy because all my other friendships were really just lasting because of the areas that I lived in. But I've moved away and I've come back and you're still an amazing friend. So I really love that. So I also have another friend with me today. And we kind of go back and forth on how we met because she has a different memory of how we met than I did. But um, we kind of decided to collaborate on what this way of meeting was but these were my two first friends that I actually made when I moved out into this new area and that's why I chose to have them on with me today because they were really a pivotal moment in my life and just finding a new life for myself after losing everything that I had um but I do remember so she remembers coming over actually to my parents house for my son's birthday party we invited her son I, I think our sons were on soccer together in soccer or just school no, maybe actually yeah they yeah. were on or played against each other or something, something I don't know if they were like on the that. same team but somehow they became friends and we got to invite some cool people over to a birthday party but um, kind of the story that I remember and I like to tell is um, actually kind of too. It's kind of a funny story, but we had been invited over to a neighbor's house and these neighbors are LDS <laughs> and they told me when I was coming over, this was a time when Brandon was a firefighter. My husband was a firefighter and he was away at the fire station and I had this amazing neighbor, I mean, really amazing guy. I love him still to this day, He's such a great guy. Um, but he invited us over because he was actually one of the cool kids of the neighborhood. And he was texting me and he was saying, hey, you should come over and meet some of the neighbors and you can bring whatever drinks you like. And he had it in quotation marks. <laughs> so he knew that I wasn't going to church and that that wasn't a part of my life anymore and so he invited me to come over and I and said I could bring whatever drinks I wanted again I was at home with my kids I didn't bring over any drinks because I wasn't planning on drinking but I go over there and right as I get there he had some leftover drinks from cooking on his grill and he is I think it was pretty old because when he gave me a little taste of it it was pretty awful. It was a whiskey that tasted a little freezer burnt, but thank you. It was very much appreciated. <laughs> but it was funny because I was in a group full of people who never drank, at least I thought so at the moment. And so they were asking me questions, trying to get to know me. And they, one time they asked me this question about my age and I 
after I turned 30, I didn't really care what my age was anymore. So I had to like count backwards and, and it, all the people in the group who didn't drink were like, oh my gosh, she's so drunk. How, she can't even figure out how old she is. And I'm like, I just barely even took a little sip because it tasted so awful. Um, but in that group was this friend right here. And I didn't know how cool she was at the moment or else I would have totally gave her some of it and had her take some of the fall as well. But I do remember one of my favorite moments is I invited her over and she literally ran to my house. She <laughs> ran to my house. She she's They had a family thing going on and she told me that they might not make it to our house. And so she got on her shoes and her running clothes and she literally ran to my house. I opened my door and she like runs in my house full speed. And we're like, what are you doing? And she runs and she jumps into my husband's arms and it was so excited. She's like, I made it. And that was my moment when I knew that she was going to be one of my best friends for life. <laughs> Cause if anyone will literally run to your house just to have a moment with you, you kind of have to keep them for forever. So this is my friend, Stephanie Reinhardt. Hello. <laughs> is that about right? Well, from what we've, what we've pieced together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So I thought for a fun Mother's Day treat, we would just kind of go through some fun questions about being a mom or being a woman and just kind of have some fun with it. So we have a couple drinks just to let us chill out a little bit and be a little bit more comfortable. But I think what we'll do is maybe just kind of tell everybody knows me a little bit more now. I have three kids. I've been married for about 18 years, but do you want to tell a little bit about your mom, <laughs> mom or how you became a mom, I guess, or? Well, I have two kids and I've been married for, oh my goodness, 22 years. <laughs> I could have that wrong. It might be 23. You got some big numbers here. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and... Becoming a mom, it was it was pretty traumatic that first year. <laughs> so, but uh, yes, but uh, my husband and, my, and I had been married for about five years before I had a, our first. So, wow, it was quite the change for us. <laughs> yeah, that's better than I waited. I think I waited about a year, year and a half to have kids. I wasn't sure I wanted them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. How do you feel now? <laughs> I'm really glad. I'm really, really glad. <laughs> Best thing I ever did. <laughs> That's what she has to say right now. <laughs> no, but how about you, Steph? Tell us a little bit about you. Um, so I've been married for about 18 years as well. Um, our anniversary is just one month after Cherie's. So we're about on the same level. And we literally conceived two weeks after uh, we got married, so we didn't, oh, wow. wait. We didn't wait on that even a little bit. Wow, I thought I was going to be the no. one that started early. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> she skipped into it, I jumped into it, and you ran five miles before you got to it. <laughs> and dragged my feet. Yes. <laughs> Maybe maybe Dale like pulled you across the finish line a little bit. End, yeah, right? a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, we're gonna grab our drinks. We're gonna cheers really quick because I love 
how many years we've all been together and how many years we've been married and that we are amazing moms and that's what I needed in my life and I knew that with the other friends that I have I, I didn't know that I would find amazing moms because when you leave the church you decide that you can't be a good mom because you can't be a good mom without the church but these ladies were my biggest examples on how you could be amazing moms and not have to have that other side of it and have been amazing friends so cheers to you guys <laughs> okay so since this is a special mother's day um, podcast. I am going to pull some questions out of a bowl. And who wants to go first? Should it be the one who's been married the longest? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, wait. Maybe we need a. I don't think it should be me because. How about you? Ask I get the to choose. First. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. Okay. Idea. Okay. Okay, let's see what our first question is. And maybe we'll just see who might have the best answer for it. Does that sound good? That sounds good. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Okay, so the first question, because I'm getting old, i got to hold it back a little bit. <laughs> I'm almost 40, guys. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you want or wish most for your kids? Cammy? <laughs> <laughs> I wish for them to have what I've had. I great friends, their their own house, jobs that they like. I I want them to live their lives fully and, and enjoy them. Um, and and appreciate every moment. I love that. Being able to appreciate every moment is actually huge because I don't think a lot of people know how to be happy in their everyday and that's definitely something that I want for sure. How about you, Steph? Uh, I agree with Cami. I do want to highlight your having friends part. Um, Jeff and I were just talking to our oldest about how much friends, having mutual friends of both of us, you know, both of us having mutual friends has enriched our lives. Something we never realized. I always had my friends, he had his friends, but meeting you guys and realizing we can have friends together and how much that, I mean, I mean it just improved everything about our lives. So, for us too. I completely agree. <laughs> I hope that they can enjoy that one day. And I think we're setting a good foundation for that for them. Yeah, you're actually setting the example. Um, by actually doing it instead of just telling them how to do it. I think for me, I actually love what you both said because that's exactly what I want for my kids too. I think I want, what would be different for me is I would want my kids to know that I try to get this in their heads constantly, but that they control their happiness, that they control everything in their lives and there's things that will let them down in life, but by understanding that they're the only ones that can make those changes and make them have a happy life and look for those friends, look for the opportunities to have the career and to have the life that they want. And just what you were saying, especially Cammy, and be able to love every moment of every day 
Because that's really what true happiness is. It's not about going out and searching for all these riches of the world. It's really about knowing how to enjoy your moment now and the people that surround you. And I think that kind of all plays together. So I love that one. <laughs> okay. Steph's going to pull this one out. She gets to be the last one if she wants. Okay. What were some of your biggest struggles or insecurities in high school? We kind of talked about this a second ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say, I've always thought that I was fat in high school. And I struggled, I thought, with weight. And did crazy diets and crazy things. And now... Oh, those were the days. <laughs> they were. <laughs> Seriously, it's crazy because you, as women, we really get after ourselves so much, even from a young age. I think I, I read in a book one time that you, by the age you turn, by the time you turn the age 10, you actually start recognizing all your flaws. And I didn't realize that that was such a young age until my daughter just turned 10. And I saw a huge difference in the way she views herself just this past year. And I know as moms, like we wish we could just take all of that away because we know all of our insecurities that we've had in our own lives and they're not realistic. It's just the way that we view ourselves. Yeah. And oftentimes we look back and wish that we could... Be, we could have known what we had in those moments, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think for me, wait, what was the question again? <laughs> I'm, I'm not very good. Oh, my biggest insecurities. I just never, I was the same way. I think as women, like, we just don't really appreciate what we really have. I, I saw myself as a frizzy-haired girl with braces and never could see past that until I decided... To do it on my own but yeah just those weird insecurities as being a woman woman and I don't think it ever ends we still have those same insecurities right <laughs> which is so stupid but it's just part of being a woman and trying to overcome those insecurities yeah same here I I remember being in a I was going to be performing in a tumbling group and they handed me my leotard that I was going to be performing in and I was 13 and I tried that on and I quit the team because there was no way I was going to get in that leotard and perform in front of people. I mean, I was teeny tiny. <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly. You really quit the team? I really quit. And I probably gave my mom some stupid excuse, but that was the real reason. I didn't want to perform in a leotard. It's so crazy. <laughs> 13. Yeah, and we all have girls that are like teenage years right now, and if we could ever give our girls a gift, don't you think it would be for them to know their value mm -hmm. and really know how amazing they are from the inside out and not have those insecurities? But too bad for us as women as it kind of carries on throughout our whole life. <laughs> but that's why we have friends because you do need another woman here and there to say, you know what, get your head out and just realize that you are as amazing as other people see you. And I think that's my favorite part about having friends that are girls because they know what I'm struggling with. 
and we can all we we're the only ones who can really be there for each other I think mm-hmm. so I love that okay Cammy you get to be the picker okay well, let's see what moment did you realize you were in love with the father of your children <laughs> I like how you changed that <laughs> I, I accidentally changed the word, and I didn't realize how weird it sounded. <laughs> I changed that word to dad after pulling it off of something else, and she's like, um, this is the, like, the father of our children, right? Not our dad. And I'm like, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> if you want one of us to answer first, since we make you go first every time, or do you want to answer? I can answer. Okay. It was, I mean, it was, it was funny because I think I knew really early on. I, I had one of my friends, like I was talking to her, and I, I said, "I, I think this is probably going to be the guy I marry." Um, and it wasn't anything specifically that he did. It was just he was so willing to put himself out there um, and 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 be real. And I didn't feel like he was playing games with me. And I, I knew. I knew how much he loved me, so it was it was pretty easy. <laughs> so. I love that. Um, I'll go next. I'll let Steph go last. <laughs> so mine was kind of a weird one, and I and I wouldn't recommend most people do <laughs> falling in love the way that I did. I feel like, but my husband he was engaged the day before he met me, and. So when we got together, we would date for two weeks. He would break up with me. He would go back to this other girl that he was engaged to for two weeks. Then he would break up with her and he'd come back to me. And I would be dating him for two weeks. Then he'd break up with me and then he'd go back to her. And every single time that we broke up, I mean, we just had a blast while we were dating. And I think I knew in my heart how much fun he was. And I knew that for the rest of my life, we were just going to have... We were just going to be best friends and we were going to have these amazing experiences together. And and that was different than any other guy that I dated. So when on our two-week on that we were dating, I was feeling fine. I was happy. It was in on cloud nine. And then when we break up, I felt so sick that I literally would lay on the ground in my apartment and I wanted to puke. I wanted like, I had so much anxiety and stress because I didn't have this guy in my life and all of his friends hated this other girl. And so it just didn't make sense to me. And I just felt like I couldn't control the situation. Right. And I was full of so much anxiety that I couldn't even eat. And I never had felt that way about a guy ever in my life. And so in my young mind, I equated that to being like that love moment where I fell in love with him. Don't really recommend that feeling, but it, for me, I, I think it worked out pretty well. So, hmm. Well, you know, I don't have like an actual moment where I decided that was the case. I, I had already joined the army before Jeff and I met, so or before we met, before we started dating. (laughs) And um, I left to go to basic training, and I didn't necessarily think that he was going to stick by my side, but he wrote me every... I mean, he wrote me all the time. I wrote him. I sort of... I don't think it was love before 
I left for basic training, but by the time I got home, it was de I definitely had come to the conclusion that I was in love with him. But after that, I mean, I, I truly say that our love grew year by year. I, I thought I loved him back then. I had no idea how much it could grow. I love that. I get to new, new, know new experiences about you guys. This is kind of fun. <laughs> One thing I will add is I did actually tell my parents of like 20 something years of marriage. I remember when I was getting engaged with Brandon that I definitely loved him more than they loved each other. <laughs> Could you imagine hearing that as like a married couple who's, who's had, they were actually probably married for about 40 years or something at the time, but I, I felt that strongly about our love that I told my parents that. And I think you're right, Steph. Like, you can't even know what love is at that point. And when you figure it out, and each year it just gets better and better when you pick the right person. So, I love that. Okay, Cammie, you're next again. Oh, I drew the last time. Oh, did you? <laughs> is it my turn? Oh, yes. it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What was your most embarrassing moment as a mom? I'm going to take this one and we don't, not all of us have to answer this question, but I have a story for this. So, um, my most embarrassing moment, well, this was kind of like an embarrassing weekend, but I, every year I go on a girl's trip with my mom and my sisters and we go to St. George usually, and we go to see plays in Tuacon. And this year it was right after I had my baby Sophie, my youngest, and we went on this trip. I packed tons of extra clothes because she had the worst way of having exploding diapers. I don't know how else to explain it, but she was the worst out of all my kids. For some reason, you put a diaper on. I don't even think anything made it in the actual diaper, but I knew it was going to end up on me somehow, no matter where we went. And so I packed all these extra clothes. I was very prepared as a mom. I felt pretty proud. We go on this trip and I, we're taking her over. She's probably like three or four months. Actually, yeah. Yeah, about three or four months at the time. But every day she would end up having these exploding diapers and I'd end up having like orange stuff all over me no matter where I went. I didn't even know all the times that it was on me and my sister would have to like point it out to me and I'm like, ah! And so I went that whole weekend having to change my clothes so many times and we didn't, we were going from place to place so I didn't really have time to go like throw stuff in the washer or anything. And so literally by the end of the trip, because she had had so many of these moments, I ended up riding back home from that trip in my underwear because I literally ran out of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was super embarrassing because you don't love your body after you have a baby, right? You're just so, all sorts of awkward in every moment. And then to have to ride home in your underwear with your sisters and your mom, and you're just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what happened if you had to stop to go to the bathroom? <laughs> we did. So I actually, we stopped to go to the bathroom, and we stopped to have lunch at this place. So I, like, literally had to, like, borrow something from my sisters just to make it through. But they didn't really want to hand me their clothes after seeing what happened to my other clothes. <laughs> 
she's gonna poop on him. I know it. <laughs> but those are the memories that we have from that trip, and they're kind of funny, but didn't really enjoy them at the moment. <laughs> Either you have stories, or you want to pass. Pass. Okay. Yeah, pass. More poop stories. You don't. Yeah, know. you don't want to hear them. <laughs> Too much of that. Um, I think Steph's turn. Or no, that was maybe, I don't know. No, that was, that was Steph. Probably right. yeah. <laughs> okay, growing up, what did you think you would, wanted to do for a living? I wanted to be a dentist. You did? Wow. <laughs> yes. That was, that. yes, that was what I wanted to be. Why? We played into that. I just always liked going to the dentist. <laughs> we didn't go often as a kid. My parents didn't have insurance so there were only like a few times that we got to go and they were all fond moments I loved the dentist office he had a cool little room that had a play car in there (laughs) (laughs) it was like Disneyland it was like Disneyland (laughs) this is how I decided Um, but in high school I had determined that that was never going to happen. So I switched and I wanted to be a dental hygienist. And then I went and um, spent some time with my aunt, who is a dental hygienist. And I decided, never mind, I want to be a nurse. Um, But then that all changed too. (laughs) (laughs) Just goes to prove that you really don't know. You have no idea. You know how many idea what you're going to be when you grow up, and it's okay to not have an idea, mm-hmm. right? How about you, Cammie? I wanted to be a travel agent or a flight attendant, because I love travel. Uh, <laughs> and I, I always that. have loved getting on planes. And, and I didn't see the dentist, but I see this. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, I, I realized that it was... Um, you know, it, it, it's, it, I, I had friends that were in that industry, and it was kind of a dying industry at the time. So, really, you, you don't have a lot of travel agents anymore. So, that's how I ended up not being a travel <laughs> agent. <laughs> you saw the future, and you're I like, did. Mm, internet is coming, and everyone's going to be booking online. <laughs> Nobody's going to call. Yeah. I actually still want to become that. <laughs> I know. If I could, I would. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think. I think as a kid, my, I actually just always wanted to be a mom. That was like my biggest dream in life was to become a mom. And other than that, I think if I were to pick something, oh, actually, now that I'm remembering this, in high school, I wanted to be a physical therapist and, and work in sports medicine And when I was in high school, I started deciding to take some of those classes, so I knew that it was something that I really wanted to do. And I took my first class, and in the first class, we had to take off our shoes and socks and have the other person wrap our foot, like wrap our feet and wrap our ankles so that we knew how to do the wrapping of just a sprained ankle. So I had my friend in high school that I, this was a friend of mine, not somebody that I hated or didn't even want to be around or anything. When they took out their shoe and their sock, I couldn't take the smell of the feet and I couldn't take <laughs> touching somebody else's foot. I, I guess I didn't realize this about myself, but I do not like touching other people's feet. Feet are just like, people who have a foot fetish, 
not me. (laughs) I will stay away from feet as much as I can. So at that point in time, I realized that was not going to be my career and I needed to move in a different direction. (laughs) Because it was something I considered as well, but HIPAA must not have existed when I was in high school because they took us to a burn ward and that killed my dream. (laughs) That was horrible. It was, I, it was very, it it was very eye-opening. Um, and, and the pain that, that somebody that's been burned goes through is not something I would ever want to see every day. Yeah. That's crazy that you said that because the reason why I wanted to get into it was because I had injuries all the time playing sports and I just Mm -hmm. loved my sports therapist that I was working with. And I just thought they had an amazing job. (laughs) And then I had physical therapy. This was part of actually my motivation for changing. I forgot about this part, (laughs) but there was a burn victim in my, that would go at the same time that I would for physical therapy and her whole leg was completely burned up. And because during the ther- therapy, they would have moments where it, they would stick to the gauze and stuff. So I had to sit and watch them like clean the wound and everything. And I was like, yeah, nope, I can't do that. I was about to throw up like the whole time I was yeah. there. So, I think yeah. it was just the pain for me, just yeah. seeing the pain. Ugh. Yeah, I just, no. I couldn't, yeah. yeah. I'm not one that I like pain either. No. <laughs> so I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> okay. We'll do a few more. Is it my turn? No, it's your turn, right? Okay. Let's see. Is the present year anything like you imagined it would be when you were growing up? Hmm. That one's kind of hard. That is hard. Do you think, Steph? Well, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) I know where I'm going with this. I want to hear your response. (laughs) The present year. I mean, what do you take that as? So maybe when you were younger, if you were to imagine what this year would look like for you. Oh my gosh. It's so hard to imagine that. Because I remember looking at my mom when she was my age, and I just thought she was so old. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> Wait, so, your kids don't tell you you're old? Mine don't mean I'm old. <laughs> they even call me Karen and a boomer. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get that. I don't care. <laughs> I don't feel it, so I don't really take offense. But... Yeah, I I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I I don't have anything on that one. I think for me, I think the way that I see that question is being one that always loved Back to the Future. I thought for sure we could have some flying cars at this point, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? But I would have never imagined having a computer in my pocket. That was no. something like so unimaginable. And it actually makes me wonder what technological advancements we're going to have in 20 years from now. Because I could never even have even imagined Mm -hmm. having that in my pocket. No, Mm -hmm. I I would agree. I didn't see, I didn't see this. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't see that. Yeah. Much more advanced than I ever imagined. I mean... Yeah, when I was in high school, computers still took up whole rooms. So, <laughs> <laughs> so 
in your pocket? No. No, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I know. I was actually one of the few kids in my neighborhood who had a cool computer in my house because my dad was a graphic designer and I kind of followed in his footsteps. But I had kind of a cool computer for those days and most people didn't even have computers in their house when I was younger. So to have the ability to have one in your pocket and all of our kids have one in their pocket, that's weird. Yeah, I never owned a computer until I met Dale. Really? He gave me my first computer. (laughs) So romantic. Well, of course he did. Yes. gave Brandon his first real computer. He had a laptop, but no, he had a computer probably at home, but (laughs) he was a Californian boy, so he had all the cool stuff before Utah had it. (laughs) But isn't it crazy how technology goes? You just never know what our world is going to bring. It's kind of cool. Okay. Let's see. Maybe we'll do one more. Oh, this is a long one. Oh, who were slash are your role models? Who did you look up to when you were younger? Who did you look up? Who do you look up to now? Ooh, I kind of like that one actually. When I grow up, I want to be you, Cherie. You have so <laughs> many fun ideas for your kids. I wish I had. I wish I had known you when they were even younger, because you have so many great ideas and and you have so much fun with your kids. Yeah, you really do. I love that. Very good one. (laughs) Um, When I was younger, and it hasn't changed, my role model was my grandma. Um, Mm -hmm. She just always wanted to take care of any everybody, and um, she still has this amazing ability to not judge. She loves fully and she you know it doesn't matter what her family has done you know they might be criminals <laughs> they we all have a few of you those. know they, they might, she it doesn't matter it does not affect the way that she loves them and that's just always meant a lot to me and something that i wish i could do better uh, I wish I could just love them. I mean, I do love unconditionally, but not like Grandma. <laughs> grandma has a special ability. But if there was one thing that I would say about you, that's that. That you yeah. you just genuinely never have a mean thing to say about anyone. And mm-hmm. you are just genuinely mm-hmm. a good friend. Well, thanks. Everyone. I try to talk so. crap to my grandma sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> She doesn't have it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, I think mean, that's kind of a hard one because I've had, I've had a lot of people that I looked up to. I think as a younger kid, I was I was so much a daddy's girl when I was younger, and he was. But both my parents, honestly, they were ones who. Always were there for me, no matter what. I played a lot of sports. I traveled for a lot of sports. And they never missed a game. Even when I was an adult, they would still come to my basketball games and watch me play. And I just always looked up to that and wanting to be just exactly like them. And But I think now 
I've actually, because I've been reading this book lately, I didn't even know that I was going to say this, but, <laughs> but I actually, actually this wasn't from the book, but this was from a speech that he gave. This was Matthew McConaughey and he gave this speech about who his hero was. He had a reporter ask him who his hero was and he was like 17 at this time. And it, this was before he really was big into acting and everything. And this reporter asked him who his hero was. And he says, he's like, you know, I'm not sure. How about you come back and ask me this another time? And so these, so the same reporter came back about two years later. And they said, they asked him again. They're like, who is your hero? And he's like, I got it figured out. And there's like, okay, who is it? And he says, my hero is me in 10 years. And it, I was kind of like, that's kind of weird. But then he goes on to explain, he's like, I'm not quite who I want to be now, but I want to know that the person that I am in 10 years is who I want to be. And so after 10 years, this reporter comes back to him and says, this is kind of a friend, I think, of his as well. And they said, okay, so it's been 10 years. Are you your own hero? And he's like, no not even not even close and they're like okay well who's your hero now then and he says it's me in 10 years and I really love that because I think we have all these people that we look up to and everybody is unique and beautiful in their own way and we have these amazing stories that bring us to the point that we are I mean the things that I love about these two ladies that I have here with me tonight if they didn't have the life that they had, they wouldn't have been placed in my life and I wouldn't have been able to bring them on as my friends the way that I did. But because they are the type of people that always better themselves in every way, I'm completely drawn to both of you in so many ways. And I think that's why as our friendship goes on, we just get closer and closer because we complement each other in so many ways. But I love what he says there because that's kind of who I want to be. I want to be not only my own hero in 10 years, but I want my kids to see me as their hero in 10 years. I want them to see somebody that I am better than I was the day before. And no matter how much Matthew McConaughey did in his life and what he created, this amazing world for himself he still is constantly trying to be better for himself. And no matter what level I think I get to in my life, that's just who I want to be. I always want to be someone better, not only for me, but for my kids and even for my husband because we kind of work on that together and trying to be our better selves every day. And that's something that I kind of love. I didn't even know that I was going to share that, but it's like one of my favorite stories. I like that. That's, <laughs> I think that's great. But... Anyways, I this has been fun tonight. Thanks, guys, for <laughs> they got to be my little examples tonight. But <laughs> but I love these women because they are amazing moms, amazing wives, and most of all, for me, they are some of the most amazing friends that I'll ever I know I'll ever have in my life. No, and I'm super emotional, so I'm gonna try. I'm going to breathe a second. <laughs> but when you have women like this in your life, don't ever let them out of your life because your life will be better for it. And I expect another seven years, 20 years, 30 years. I don't know. I'm not going to die. 
try to move away again. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just bring you back. <laughs> it was meant to be. I knew I had to come back to you guys. But I love these ladies. Definitely, I think, for any woman, find amazing friends who not only are your greatest heroes, because guess what? These guys were my hero. These guys were my heroes, and what's the word for being a woman hero? I have to... <laughs> heroine. Heroine. I always think it's a weird word. I, mean, it's a weird so word. I, I always try to forget it, because I think it's like a drug addict. <laughs> Sounds a little bit like a drug yeah. But these women were honestly the ones who saved me from even a great depression in my own life that I knew I could have gone into, and I needed you guys, and I love that you guys got to be in my life, because... I love my life, and I love having my life with you guys, and I love that almost every weekend we hang out, and I get to have a part of you with me all the time. It's kind of like being back in school, and you get to go to school, and you get to see your friends. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. I hope, hope it, yes. Hopefully, you, they don't get sick of me always wanting to spend time with them. <laughs> Never. Uh-uh. But if you can find amazing friends like these, don't ever lose them, because as a mom... And, and as a woman, you need that support by great women in your life. And if I could give anything to my children, just like we were talking about earlier, friendships are the most amazing things that you, the most amazing thing you can have in your life because they're the ones who are going to be by your side and be with you through everything. But anyways, I want, I'll just kind of end it and just say I love these guys, I love you guys and I hope that you guys can find friendships that I have in my life and learned a little bit from these amazing women that I have in my life and how much I love them. But anyways, love you guys. You guys have a wonderful week, wonderful weekend. Hope your Mother's Day is amazing because you definitely deserve it. Goodbye! Can I keep you forever? <laughs>